Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Nerd On Update, our weekly show in which we talk about the weekly nerdy news that was interesting or exciting or awesome to us, and the later half of the show in which we answer questions from you, the people. And I know what Tom's news is, so I'm going to start because yeah. mine will be short and he's more important. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, my first piece of news that came to me uh, actually today, a History of the World Part 2 series has been ordered at Hulu. What? Yeah. Uh, not much is known about it. Except, yeah, not much is known about it. It would be a sequel to History of the World Part 1. Uh, people are very curious to see what... Um, Areas of history he will he will pull from because there is it Mel Brooks. Yes, it is. Uh, Mel Brooks is involved. Um, So, as somebody who grew up on Blazing Saddles, Spaceballs, uh, the producers, all that good stuff, I'm very very excited. So, uh, I just want to point this out to everyone. Mel Brooks is 95 years old. Yeah, I was just when I saw the thing, I was like, "Is this bro still alive?" Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 95 years old. And the till up until Carl uh, Reiner died, they met every night and had dinner together oh. at, at Mel's house, I believe, or Carl's house. Yes, yeah, or Mel's diner. They would watch TV show. No, yeah, I don't know what you said. Carl's diner, yeah, Mel's, diner. Mel's diner, Mel's diner. Yeah. Uh, so gotcha. yeah, I'm very interested because it took me a sec, but I got there. He is in his prime of his 90s, so uh, but he's still a very funny man. So uh, I'm 95 going on 30. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. Uh, another piece of news for me uh, comes. It's a little sad for me. Uh, why the Last Man on FX has been canceled. Uh, mm-hmm. Ooh, it hasn't even finished its season one and it has been canceled uh a little bit of history this comic book is actually one of my favorite comic books but um it has been in development hell for like 15 years including at one point uh the creator of the comic losing uh, he didn't own the rights to it and then only a few years ago got the rights back and then started developing it again uh it's a very i really enjoy the series a lot of people are really loving it because it has it's taken the comic book and made it, made it better and more modern. Uh, it's it's pretty much a large percentage ran by um, female film filmmakers. All the department leads are female. Most of the cast is female. Uh, there's transgender representation in the show. People are are very sad that it has been canceled, but the showrunner, Eliza Clark, has said that she's very confident that they will be f- able to find a new home for the show. Um, that's, yeah. So it, I'm very interested in, in, in this uh, because I do love the show and because it has been coming for such a long time. Uh, at one point, it was going to be a movie with Shia LaBeouf. Um, yeah, so a lot of different, a lot of different things, but yes, it was, it was canceled. So, uh, uh, I want to say like this, as, uh, James Franco says in, uh, Buster Scuggs, uh, first time, uh, (laughs) that happened with, uh, Swamp Thing and, you know, you hear the, the, the thoughts of a million people just suddenly (laughs) vanish. (laughs) It's a very, very sad feeling for sure. Cause it's like something a lot of people are excited about and, and, Josh, that was like one of the first things I noticed about 
like your comic book collection was Why the Last Man. Yeah. And so knowing how like, you know, three years later, four years later doing this podcast, like I was like, oh, wow, like we're going to get the show. And yeah, I think we talked about doing an episode on the show. And yeah, it's like it, it's it's currently ongoing now. Right. right yeah. Now, it's, right? It hasn't even finished its season one. Uh, yeah, it's like on its, its sixth or seventh episode. I don't remember, but. It's on Mondays on on FX on Hulu and whatnot, and uh, I've been really enjoying it. The cast is amazing. Um, they've they've taken a, a thing that I like the way that somebody uh, kind of summarized it. They took a comic, but comic book that was good, but it was very gender elitist in a sense of or gender essentialist, meaning like oh males are so important, and it's like yeah we need the seed, yeah we need this, <laughs> but the show is really focusing on what women can achieve and do. what and yeah. do and all oh, wow. that kind of stuff. So very interesting, uh, great cast, uh, but yeah, that's that's I mean, my news. If anything, I just want to talk a little bit about it, just because if anything, it felt a little bit kind of like almost like an answer or a conversation piece to Children of Men, mm. where it's yeah. very much like, you know, the mortality rate's going down. And so the woman who's pregnant is like super important in this world of men. Yeah. So in this opposite version where the world of women, the only person who could potentially, you know, donate would be really, really important. Um, yeah. Again, I haven't watched the show, but uh, I, w- I did do a quick look up and you knew this. It's a DC Vertigo. Mm-hmm. 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 Why was it on Hulu? Who knows? But, you know, that good old HBO Max looking like the spirit Halloween store right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to grab me, them boys. Like, I love mm, it. Thank I you. love it. Well, speaking uh, of DC, Tom. Yes. What do you got for um, us? DC, eh? The DC. Well, mm-hmm. uh, if you guys had read the, um, the, uh, the title for this show... That you know that I'm going to be covering a little bit of what we learned from uh, this weekend's DC fandom, the second uh, iteration, version, installment of maybe a long-form tradition of the celebration of DC Comics, everything DC Comics to the fans. Um, the big highlights that a lot of people uh, took away from it was that the crown jewel of the entire three-hour event was that the trailer for The Batman, directed by Matt Reeves, starring Rob Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Andy Serkis, X, Y, and Z, um, premiered. And uh, to a roaring, roaring applause, uh, at the point of this recording, I think it had already clocked in at like 22, 24 million views in one day. So yeah. uh, it's huge. A lot of people are excited about it. We have a trailer react on it. You can watch it on YouTube um, Flash and on this channel. Too. And The Flash. So we got uh, first looks at Black Adam, Shazam, Fear of the Gods, some Lost King, uh, Aquaman, Lost Kingdom. We got some uh, ideas and hints of Ava DuVernay's projects over at CW, which is DMZ, um, which is kind of cool where the entire uh, world is uh, experiencing, or at least America is experiencing their second civil war. And it follows Rosario Dawson's character, Ava. Um, also, uh, Wait, another show that the, she's working The comic DMZ? The comic DMZ. And Ava is based off. Based off of uh, Z um, and uh, Naomi, who is um, a new character created by Brian Michael Bendis, the co-creator or the creator of Miles Morales for the DC or and Naomi created for the DC Universe, a black uh, teenager uh, character uh, who uh, is, is brand new to the pantheon of heroes. Um, things like Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. We got to see a little story trailer, um, mm-hmm. some snippets. Gotham Knights, we saw a little bit more oh. of a story trailer, much more ideologies of Court of Owls. Corey, you want to talk a little bit about it, what you saw, what you liked? 
I mean, to be honest with you, I jumped on the Court of Owls storyline when it first came out. I worked on the other side of a comic book shop at the time of the... Uh, I, that was at the time of the New 52, I believe. Um, and it followed Batman through the Court of Owls. And I was fascinated with it. Uh, and I'm sad that I fell off um, off reading it. Um, so I'm very excited to kind of delve deeper into that. Not only that, but like a co-op Arkham style game where you're untethered co-op. And not only that, but what does that mean? What is because you it mentioned means, it so yesterday? So like usually you have to stay within a vicinity of like who the game host is or each other, right? Mm, you ever play a okay. co-op game where they're like yeah. you're too far away from your party? Yeah. Apparently you can go anywhere in the city that you fucking want. It doesn't wow. matter. Uh, okay. They're also being like, guess what? You both want to play uh, uh, Nightwing? Go for it. You both want to play uh, Batgirl? Go for it. We don't care. Which to me is uh, I, I, everyone's going to have their preferences, and I totally respect that. But for me, I've never been one of those people when playing Halo uh, and all the cutscenes only have one Master Chief and then it cuts to the gameplay and there's maybe two or there's like, you know, four elites with him who are playing. Like, it never bothered me. I just want to play games with my friends. Yeah. I'll experience the story, <laughs> whatever it is. So the fact that that there's two Jason Todds, I don't care. Uh, I'm, I'm pumped for this. They're just kind of being like, you know what? I don't care. Just it's going to be great solo, but guess what? You want to experience Arkham with your friends? You want to experience Gotham with your friends? Fine, do it. Do whatever you want. We don't care. Yeah, and I'm here for um, it. Uh, that being said, there was some other snippets of Young Justice season four, Phantoms. Mm. Um, Phantom, also- Phantom, Danny, Phantom, Phantom, Ball Z. Yep. All right, I feel more awake now. Okay, <laughs> and then there was also um, the song uh, in uh, Aquaman uh, and I think Aqu- Aquaman and Mera, King of Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Um, and the animation or the art style looks very super jail. The animation's very. Uh, a flowy and fun and quick uh, kind of just looks like this very uh, it doesn't take itself seriously which is which should be a lot of fun um, also a little bit of uh, some previews of uh, Batwing Hot Wheels uh, or yeah just like, so, so yeah uh, every superhero is going to be a car and this is like literally they say like this is like the preschool show I was like okay cool if it's meant for kids it's meant for kids they can have the thing uh, also DC Super Pets which Dwayne The Rock Jackson will be playing uh, Crypto and then Kevin Hart will be playing Ace um, needs to say I did watch this all and uh, studied it and all that stuff but uh, to kind of just uh, tr- tr- truncate this um, a lot of people on the internet were really hyped for the Batman um, a lot of people were kind of um, divided about the uh, Ezra Miller suit for Flash, but they really wanted to see where it goes because they got a little bit of a taste and they just don't know where it's going to end up. Um, and people were, you know, obviously excited to see more of Jason Momoa, also a be- uh, 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 Yaya Abdul Mateen the second Black Manta suit, mm-hmm. um, Orm coming up, so Patrick Wilson coming back as Orm, and it looks like Jason Momoa and 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 him have have some more scenes together. So it looks like they might be doing something, uh, you know, again bridging the bond and family, very yep. similar to Thor: Dark World, bringing in Tom Hiddleston back into the fold with Chris Hemsworth to fight, uh, you know, for Asgard. So very interesting parallels. You could do that. Um, but uh, a small, uh, not a small story, an interesting story that happened as well on the Saturday that it premiered was that, um, you know, there was a lot of trending things, hashtag, you know, the Flash, the Batman. Um, but another thing that was not premiered at all was uh, hashtag restore the Snyderverse. Again, if you're familiar with this program, the show, who I am, uh, uh, what we've done, uh, we, we we try to uh, spread that joy and that, that signal and that uh, conversation as much as possible. Um, but that did out, uh, trend DC fandom for a majority of the day. I think ending off at like somewhere around 360,000 
uh, tweets in that day. And then the next day, even trended again at 100,000 uh, tweets, which if you don't think that means anything, it was the pretty much the big catalyst to the actual release of the Snyder Cut, where you know Zack Snyder was able to say to the executives, like, hey, look, the biggest tweet that, that has ever happened with the Warner Brothers film was a film that was never released. So if you don't think it matters, it does. Um, that being said, a lot of articles talked about it, and also a lot of people kind of felt like kind of slighted that there was no conversation of Zack Snyder's Justice League when there's a lot of things like Smallville 20th anniversary let's talk about it or Supergirl wrapping up their series let's talk about it but nothing talking about how the Snyder Cut was received um well in America we don't get to see those things but if you're in China you do because <laughs> uh the Flash film uh updates news show uh news uh net uh, account on Twitter end up actually showing the Chinese coverage of DC fandom and there's a whole additional panel with Andy Muschietti, Barbara Muschietti, the producer and direct, the director and producer, and Ezra Miller talking about the Flash, and they mention a lot about a lot of stuff from Zack Snyder's Justice League, as well as the multiverse, the different iterations of Flash, and also it's not just a multiverse of characters, but a multiverse of films. So they are going to be talking about that at some mm-hmm. some point. So it's just very Batman interesting. Forever. Maybe creak, creaking that door open, baby. I also got to give a shout out for you know I thought you were going to mention Zack Snyder's tweet. In support oh. of uh, Matt Reeves's Batman, yeah, and then Matt Reeves' response to that, you know, thanking him because they're directors who respect each other, and you know, I I say it in this way. So what, did, what did Snyder say? This looks cool, right? This, this is like cool, uh, Matt. This looks great. You killed it. And then Matt Reeves responds like, "Thanks, man. That means a lot." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, directors are people who survive the filmmaking process, um, as to say, because they are a battlefield, and you lose a lot of battles, but you make a lot of friends. And every director. Ain't worth their worth their weight in salt knows that like you know to respect each other so it's it's really really cool um and you know matt reeves i think was also voiced his support for the snyder cut you know when it got announced so um yeah that's all the news i got uh josh you want to take away to the next part yeah the next part of the show like i said up top we answer questions from you the people and mm. you can submit your questions in a number of ways. And if you want to find all those ways, go to nerdon.tv backslash questions. It has all of the links, the forms, the email, all of that stuff. But a really great way is to head on over to our Discord, nerdon.tv backslash Discord. There are channels in there that you can submit questions to this show. And if you are a member of the Nerdon Nation, powered by Patreon, nerdon.tv backslash Patreon, you get what we call the Nerd on Nudge, where we answer your questions first. That's right. It's fun stuff. You get all sorts of bonusy stuff over there. So check out that Nerd on Nation. Uh, but you can ask questions like Spencer. Shout out, Spencer. Shout out. What is the one thing that you're not supposed to eat that always looks delicious to you? For example, melted camel camels, melted candles look like a sauce. That I could put on my chicken, and honestly, some of them smell yummy enough to do so. I was thinking of like a like a like a diet thing, or like you're not supposed. It's not good for you, but you eat it anyway. But no, you mean like, you, what are you not supposed to eat? Like legit, like, not edible. Don't eat it. <laughs> Man, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I have one thing right in front of me. This is kind of like a, a cheap answer. Mm-hmm. Um. So I went out uh, to on a boat with Corey uh, during the summer uh, after we got vaccinated, and it was great. And it was the first time in a long time that I went outside for a long period of time, and I got sunburned. 
and uh, I had to go get some aloe vera, uh, so aloe gel. And so this guy, green jelly looking thing. Yeah, uh, that's it, just green just apple, like, it right? Just, it's just green apple. It just apple. looks kind of delicious because it's like, it could be really like that nice sweet and, you know, green. Yeah, exactly. Green apple-y. Like, mm, Man, this that'd, be, kinda, that'd be good. I feel like that would like would taste good, you know, mm. like just have like a little snackage. I like I like a soft mouth feel um, on things. I'm not, I'm not particularly. I, I like crunch, feel. but I like soft mouth feel. Um, that being said, um, you guys got one. I'm thinking. Um, not off the top of my head. I mean, I did some spackling recently at my Excuse old apartment, me. and there's a the brand we call the uh, bot is called Dry De- Dry something. Anyway. It's pink and it dries. So when you know it's dry, it's no longer pink. It dries white. So you know when it's still drying. Yeah. And it looks like ice cream. Yeah. It looked like ice cream. <laughs> and I was like, this legit looks like I could eat this 100%. I just thought uh, of one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bonnie got this like mouthwash, or not mouthwash, I'm sorry, um, face wash recently that has like, when you open it up, I mean, it just smells like it's like this blueberry stuff that you're just supposed to just like, <laughs> get out with your hands and just get into your mouth, but it's not. It's a, it's a face wash. <laughs> not that I've tried it, but when you put it on your face and you're like, this feels, it's like I just put peanut butter all over my face. Like I'm supposed to eat this, not put this on my face. This is weird, but yeah, yeah, that's one thing. Next question. Uh, uh, yeah, I feel like there's definitely more to that and I want to add more to it onto probably our food uh, our food channel and our Discord. So we'll, yeah. we'll continue yeah. the conversation there. Uh, yes, next question. Next question comes from Mitchell. What's one movie you wish you could see in theaters? Well, for a long time it was The Thing. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but that finally happened. Yeah. yeah. That finally happened and it was glad. amazing. A movie glad that I it. wish I could see in theaters. Hmm. I could. I. I have. I. Uh, honestly, Lawrence of Arabia is one of them, but the real answer is the Lord of the Rings trilogy extended editions. Ooh. Mm, I yeah. know they do it, and I can, but I just haven't been able to. It hasn't lined up with when I wasn't working or something. So uh, that would be sweet. Josh, I'm thinking because I'm rattling some uh, ideas. I. I mean. I have the very Just, easy answer. Justice League. Zach's I have Zack Snyder Justice League because it's the yeah. one movie that I've wanted to watch but I never got the chance to watch it in theaters. Um, and uh, I would love to watch it in theaters in its full uh, presentation where uh, right before the fourth act start or fourth part starts, there is a 10 minute long uh, intermission and the score plays. And I would love to fuck. I would love to do that. Um, if there's other ones potentially... Um, part of me wants to be able to go watch like Terminator 2 like mm. in theaters I think that'd be mm-hmm. one that I'd, I'd want to watch I think I'd actually get like Terminator a Terminator 2 is a good question yeah. I mean a good question a good movie good uh, I think that's a good question too yeah. it's, it's a good, a good question, question. <laughs> Terminator 2 hmm <laughs> um, Josh I've seen the big Lebowski um, shoot I don't know I don't Chat know. says Paddington Marathon. Yes! In a way, also, I think just because I think it would be optimized for it, and I think Disney Plus is not a good way to watch it, 
I think it'd be fun to watch The Mandalorian in theaters. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. Wow. Yeah, yeah for, I think for that has going a good format it. for it. Um, Josh, I'll say I'll say this one. This one I thought you were going to say for some reason. Because you've been on this Kurt Russell kick. Tombstone would be a, a great movie oh, to watch in yeah. theaters. <laughs> Escape from New York. Oh, there you go. That's there, you go. there you go, that's man. The that would be there you dope go. to watch. There's, There's your some answer. movies that I think about. Like uh, the, the way that I read this question originally was like, in my mind was like, when you could see it for the first time, like mm-hmm. in the theaters, like there are some movies mm-hmm. that it's like, I never got to experience that feeling. Like I, I was too young to be able to have seen it in the theaters and, but it would have been cool to see some, some movies that I grew up of like, Oh, that would have been cool to see. When I think, um, I think it follows would have been great to see in theaters. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. The original Scream, I just originally, I, I just watched it inspired by our Horror Films RS uh, episode. I watched it again. There are some movies that I'm like, oh man, Arachnophobia would have terrified me, but it would be so fun to see in the theaters. Like that terror. Yeah. <laughs> There's also movies I wish I could see again in theaters, but that's a whole nother question. Another whole yeah. nother. Uh, next question. Yeah. Yeah. Comes from Gween. I hope I'm saying that Shout right. Gween26. What is your favorite console generation and why? What is your least favorite console generation and why? GameCube. GameCube was probably my favorite console. There was something about it that brought a lot of friends together. Um, you could bring your save uh, floppies. Yeah, memory your memory cards. cards memory cards baby. over. Uh, to your friend's house and be like, yo, I got my, I got my, we used to play NBA Street was my big thing and I had unlocked all the <laughs> secret characters like the Yeti and the, um, the uh, alien and, and uh, uh, stuff like that. So, big lava man. But it also had games like, you know, like everyone knows how I feel about Gauntlet Dark Legacy um, and um, Mario, Super Mario Sunshine and it just, it, it, it I know it's like their least popular selling console like it performed the worst wait but man what? it did it really flopped. yeah wow i'm so, so yeah. surprised because every like including you guys and people that i've met in my life over over the years like always talk about gamecube like mm. i'm really surprised it i feel like it really just took took uh that nintendo gaming to the next level that it needed to be in which it was like all right, we got our 3D Worlds with the Nintendo 64, and that was obviously a fantastic console. Um, and I still play on it all the time. But uh, yeah, that uh, I still get excited when I hear that. Uh, but yeah. then also when you'd hold the A button so that you can get to your memory With the Z button, you'd get another one. Uh, different, different sound. So uh, yeah, that was my favorite. My least favorite was probably... least favorite I mean I like all my game consoles that's the thing because I there were just different parts of my life like the 360 was there for me when I was in New York which was a really hard time for me so I can't say it wasn't the 360 the Xbox One was also great because it like it really enhanced gaming to another level um, I my Xbox One X I love it's it's tough I don't know if I have a least favorite uh, console generation because um, I love them all um, uh, for me, I mean, it's, it's, I didn't very, have a Wii U, but that would be the answer. Like, and so it's funny, like generation, right? So like first generations would be like the N64 PlayStation 2, right? Like 
that's the generation type. So like GameCube was in between a PlayStation yeah. Two and a PlayStation Three. But like, I, I it's hard to categorize in that sense. So I apologize if we're breaking the question a little bit. Um, but I mean, to the answer that question, like for me, yeah, my favorite was GameCube as well because. So like Corey said, like there was a lot of times to just play games. And this was the time that Nintendo was like, yeah, we're going to play well with other developers and we're going to allow Soul Calibur. We're going to allow like um, other games that weren't normally like a Rogue Squadron or um, uh, they, they, uh, or uh, uh, Extreme G Racing um, where versus like we and then Wii U was like no more other developers. Like we're only playing with in-house developers and uh, yeah. to me, so to answer the question, like for the Wii, I felt I was a little bit kind of like I had no games to play. Um, it was just like a lot of gimmicky games. And although I loved my Wii and like I had games to play, it only felt like party games. Um, and it really kind of turned me towards PlayStation because I really wanted to play these single player adventure games or like go on a campaign and and play this story where like all I had was smash bros and mario wii, mario wii and uh a warrior wear which was like warrior wear these, oh. these are all fun party games but like i i never got a chance to get immersed into gaming i never felt like i was like actually getting a story from anything which mm-hmm. i even and, and think of it it's now Corey. what's the thing that i i skip through all the time is cinematic story story scenes yeah because i'm just like give me gameplay give me gameplay i don't care um so it's just a very interesting time in that in my but I'm answering as honestly as I can of like, what did I have the best experience with versus what I had the worst experience with? And like, because of the Wii and the lack of them playing with other developers and licensing other games, it made me want to get a PlayStation that turned me to like, like I will eat, I would even like say that I'd probably would have wanted to get an Xbox one over the Wii at that time because mm-hmm. they just had no games for them at the time. Like yeah. you had Arkham, but there was just not optimized for the Wii U and you're nothing like, nothing was oh. optimized for the Wii U. There was a and, few and, and, like Call of Duties that came out on the Wii U later, and they were just terrible. Yeah, so I mean the Wii. Uh, excuse me. The thing I liked about the Wii U though, it was that it was 720 HD, which yeah, haha, it's garbage quality. But like, I really felt like I liked their Nintendo Land game over Wii Sports, mm-hmm. like because they were games that were within the Nintendo licensing. So like, they had like a dumb, you know, gyro Donkey Kong game, and like it just felt like oh, they actually kind of planned this one out, and then. Uh, Smash Bros for the Wii U was way better than Brawl. Like everything just kind of felt more polished for Wii U comparatively to the. You know what? I'll jump on the Wii with you because I think I only had a Wii for like sports, Wii Sports and party games. It was so. It was very good for like here's the gimmick and then it's stupid and then all of a sudden the opt. That would be my least. If if I were to jump on there is the Wii. I just never. I can never get into it. I. It was the same, and it was for the same reason. It was just I. I. I do like those one person uh single player games that are grand and and huge and whatnot and the Wii was great for like like we've already mentioned like party games and stuff like that a lot of great like things that you can do with friends you know mm-hmm. and it just it wasn't anything i just didn't have any friend no i'm just kidding yeah. i i just I didn't mainly, have enough people to <laughs> i mainly used my Wii to play GameCube games. GameCube games and yeah. plug the GameCube well, controllers in the well, top. No, yeah. And that was the thing where it was like all the games are like they, they're, they're like they're like the, this was the kind of like cinched it for me. When the GameCube came out or when the Wii U came out Le- uh, uh, Zelda Legend uh, Twilight Princess came out and there was absolutely no difference between the two games graphically. Like the Wii U the Wii didn't have better graphical support except the entire all the games were just mirrored from the GameCube. 
And so you can get the exact gameplay, if anything, an optimized gaming experience from playing this new Legend of Zelda game on the GameCube versus playing on the Wii, where you'd have these dumb mm-hmm. motion controls that weren't one-to-one. So, but Josh, what's your favorite? Yeah. Uh, I'm glad I had time to think about this because my, my gut was like, oh, PS1. But then I was like, no, it's PS2. Uh, mm-hmm. PS2 for me, because uh, I had the backwards compatibility so I could play PS1. I didn't have PS1 for very long before the PS2 came out. And so um, I, when I remember that generation of consoles for myself, it's like I had Final Fantasy VII that I was playing with my friend. I had uh, MLB 2001 I was playing with my my friends. Uh, memory cards were just so amazing that I'd be like, my friend had the console. All I had to do was just bring my memory card and there you go. And it's like, we're continuing our season of MLB 2001, our perfect season. Um, and then, like, I had things with my cousin David, Champions of Norath. Uh, we played on oh. PS2. Uh, so yeah, I started playing games with my um, my cousin again, playing Back for Blood. And we both were like, wow, we haven't played, we haven't gamed together since PS2, since Champions of Norath. And it's like, wow. And you also had, you know, Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero coming out on yeah. PS2. Uh, so, I mean, a lot of really great things on PS2 that I just, I remember feeling really sad when I had to get rid of it. When I, I Best moved selling it. console of all time. Yeah, it's, I, I really enjoyed the PS2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom, yeah. you have the rest of the questions. I do. Uh, so, I am so, first of all, can I just say something? Before we started the show, I asked everyone in the chat to give me 20 questions. And you wow. guys failed. Because you only gave me about five a pop, which was actually the real. I thing. said three, um, but, so they're <laughs> no. over. They're they're overshooting what they needed to do technically. Uh, but in in reality, no, I got a lot of questions, <laughs> and I'm very actually pleased and happy. Thank you so much to our chat. You get to save them tonight. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the first question I'm one to uh, read off uh, mm-hmm. is going to be from Abby 7 Shout out. Ooh, how about for a question? What's your favorite part of the last week been? I like these very like human Ooh. questions, not gonna lie. Like I know we like I I love being divisive around fandom stuff and pop uh, pop culture, but these are like, oh, this is nice. Someone just cares. Josh, um, Corey? For me, it's I was supposed to go home and help my dad decorate. But um I got some work and as a expecting parent, uh, I need all the money I can get. So I had to cancel my trip home. And uh, this is two years in a row. It's something I've done every year. Um, And this is two years in a row. I've missed it now. And it really hurt to have to make that call. But uh, this week um, on Wednesday in the mail, I got a uh, Amazon package that was filled with everything I needed to decorate my own front yard with a spider web and a fake spider and a video from my dad on how to make the web in the front yard. What is this, a so, family sitcom? Yeah. So uh, I think that was my favorite part of this week. Josh? Um, I think it was our stream last night. Oh. I had a, a, a semi-not-okay week. Uh, and so that was a good way to end the Monday through Sunday uh, week. It was nice to... And we recorded all day yesterday, and it's just like I like hanging out with you guys, and that's why I was pushing so much to be able to stream in the night because I mm-hmm. I love you guys, and I like being Aww, able to shut like, up. I like being able to play video <laughs> games with you guys and had a great great time with Tasty D Money, shout out, and uh, it was just so much fun. You know, it's I, I'm having a lot of fun with Back for Blood, and so 
Yeah. I can see why he's your best friend, Corey, because, yeah, he's a lot funnier than all of us. Um, <laughs> he's pretty funny. <laughs> um, but, uh, and I, I love how how just flagrantly he just throws around corn. Um, oh, yeah, but, he, uh, he calls me. He once found out, like, like that's where that came from, is is in, in high school, a teacher accidentally called me Corny Powers. And I told him that story once, and that stuck. Since I was, like, 15, it. he's called me Corn. Um, corn Powders. My favorite part of last week. So last week, I had a lot of things riding on this strike that was supposed to happen with IATSE. Mm. Um, and I guess that could have been part of my news, but uh, the strike was quote-unquote averted. That's literally the official term. Strike is averted. Um, at, because they made a deal on Saturday. So of all of last week, I was like, oh, please just just strike. Please strike. Uh, not because I don't want people not to work, but because I work at a place where if all the union people struck, then I wouldn't have to work. And I would, yes, I would take a hit in my wallet. But I've been so tired. I have been so, so <laughs> tired working on nine to six for the last like like 16 months, which I know is a privilege in a first world country that I have a job during a pandemic and I should be happy <laughs> for. But my God, am I like just overrun with work? And everyone's like, Tom, take a break. It's like, you don't understand my life. You don't live with me. You don't understand. <laughs> like when like my my life is a break. Anyways, so that didn't happen. But I was at a wedding. It was really nice. It was my supervisor's wedding. But then it did, that did kick me in the nuts a little bit of the, like during the wedding, like, oh, strike's not happening. I was like, oh, and um, uh, my, my duodenum. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I did get a lot of um, I did get a lot of uh, fun laughs and dancing and, and drinking and pictures. Dancing at weddings is the one of the truest joys that life offers me. And I'll take an agent. I got I got so and, and I got all. I got a lot of compliments because I decided to go with the bow tie and everyone called me James Bond and I had shiny shoes. So, um, yeah, that That's was that was up. really nice because I don't get a chance to kind of really fully let loose, you know, nowadays. Uh, next question. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This one will be a short one, I think. This was one from is from Cal Tabiner, Um in the chat. You guys ever seen Red Dwarf? What's that? I have not. It is a science fiction sitcom um that uh premiered in the 80s in 1988 mm. um that uh, a chicken soup machine repairman is the sole survivor of a radiation leak leak on his mining spaceship and the last known human alive oh and, man it's uh, got 12 seasons yeah and uh no i have not had the pleasure we should check it out but knowing that it's on amazon prime I'm excited to to potentially look into that. I, I really I, like the biggest pill I'm I have to swallow next is probably Star Star Trek. So <laughs> I'm going after that. Oh, and Billy's then gonna just, be so happy to hear that. And Our so now yeah, I'm I'm looking that down the barrel, just like oh, I gotta get into it. I gotta get into it. So yeah. Um, you guys have you seen start it right? with the original show? Yes. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it. I would love to check it out though. I like the the yeah. aesthetic of it. The thing is, is like I was just looking it up and it looks, you know, those so things familiar. that you're like, it looks really familiar. Like I'm like, I, I swear I've seen some, but I don't know. I'm going to have to check it out again. I will definitely check Maybe it out. Maybe again. I don't know. Again, question mark? Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> One of the characters looks like the um, the old Duracell battery. Oh, yeah. Commercials. Oh. So. Um, next question. Yes, Thomas Lario. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you guys see Star Wars Visions? I have not. <laughs> no, no, sir. Yeah, I keep saying, like, so I'm going stuff. to. And I haven't. I have not seen it yet. So behind. Just um, a- yes. Yeah. I really want to very badly. 
I'm, 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 I did a, tw- I made a tweet about this the other night and, um, I, there's just so much to watch and I'm like a little overwhelmed by it. I have MCU fatigue. It's happened. It hit. It's, I watched Loki and I haven't watched a thing since. We have had four shows and we're getting four movies this year. We're having eight big Marvel things that are all connected. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they all and we got have Star delayed. Wars Visions, Book of Boba <laughs> Fett, Mandalorian season three. Like I just Disney. I Come need, on, man. I feel like I'm being. I feel like and and like this is again talk about first world problems, Tom. I feel like I'm being waterboarded with triple uh, A titles, and I can't take it anymore because I can't keep up. I don't have the time to. I have to do other things. I have to do other things to survive. Uh, I mean, this is when. I said I said this, and I think it pissed off some of our listeners, or should I say, formal listeners, um, when I said, "Hey, Disney, can you leave me the fuck alone for a second? Could you could you not remind me you exist? Did you did you deter a, a listener? Maybe I don't know. I'm um, just saying because I know that doesn't bode well with a lot of people. Like because I'm just like Marvel just couldn't go a week without letting me know that they existed. I'm like I don't fucking need to know you exist. It's not like even that everything. much. Like like like. I, I want people to have the content they love and I want people to have it. I just can't keep up. I haven't watched Black uh, the rest of Black Widow. I didn't get to finish it because I wasn't on that episode. <sighs> I didn't get to watch Shang-Chi. I didn't get to watch... I haven't watched What If. Like, I haven't... I'm so behind. I don't I've, know what's going on. I've watched Marvel everything universe. but What If. So, um, and, and I just I just mean to say it in the way where it's just like, look, y- there are smart algorithms and there's smart bots that know my your trends. Like, it should know that I don't constantly look up Marvel stuff, yet the first ad that I'm going to get is Disney Plus on every single thing. So I'm like, no, they're using top dollar to make sure it hits your account. No, just making sure it's hitting top dollar on everything. So I'm like, I know what, I mean, as someone who's done these like ad campaigns, I know exactly like, no, they're just hitting the biggest buckets. So they're, they're not aiming it directly for someone who's actually buying Marvel merchandise. So, Josh, have you watched Visions? No. No, sir. <laughs> no. And like, here's the thing: I am st- I am going to watch Book of Boba Fett. I'm just learning that I'm going to have to start being. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to start being choosier with my material I watch because I can't intake it all, and uh, that might exclude me from some things, and that's fine. Um, Josh, when you said <laughs> it sounded like uh, uh, Scott was it, uh, was it Scott Pegg, Simon Pegg, Simon Pegg from uh, uh, Shaun of the Dead, lots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I just it's it's the same thing. I I saw I saw Corey's tweet the other day, and it really it, it honestly actually got me thinking. And I was like, wow. I mean, and now thinking about the further conversation, like there's just so much to watch. Like at one point, mm-hmm. Bonnie and I were like, oh, we got this to watch. We've got this. We've got this. We've got the, like shows that we actually legitimately watched, and now all of them have new seasons and every, and we're just like. I I I I can't. I I I can't. I can't go from this to this to this. All of it. <laughs> in in yeah. the word, in the words of Kevin Smith, it says it's like when you're having sex with a woman and you have no more dick, and you're like, I I have no more. I I I can't give you any more of me. <laughs> Jesus. So. Yeah, like, what? I, <laughs> hey, hey! I'm using the words of a famous podcaster man. Uh, next question. Forty-four yeah. minutes. That might have distorted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, okay, next question. Uh, Ma- Black Black Diablo Mamba. Question Mamba. two. I'm going for your question number two. Which 90s artist would you like to come out with a surprise album for 2021? I have an answer. Okay. Um, I don't know the if they're block. exactly no, a 90s artist. They might be a very early 2000. I want B.B. Mac to come back. Yes! B.B. Mac. <laughs> I, I miss... Wow. A, oh, I don't know what they are. British or New Zealand band i want them to one come of out the with the first songs i learned on the guitar was a bb max song was it back here <laughs> yeah it was. Dun, 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 dun. oh yeah. it's so good <laughs> it's such a good song like i don't i don't care i'm like i think about the song and it's like how people are like oh adele makes me miss someone i don't even know it's like that song makes me miss someone i don't even know back here baby <laughs> all day uh cory josh josh go for it i'm i'm thinking uh Hmm. Nickel. Mm-hmm. No, just kidding. Um, <gasps> oh, no. No. Nickelback is the 2000s. Is it? I think so. Hmm. They got big in the 2000s. Yeah. No, I mean, like the, the wise man. Oh, I mean the the boy bands and girl and and girl artists were like late 1999 and early 2000s. So I'm like thinking about that area of my life. Mm-hmm. Like. I, I, one thing that I went, oh, Brittany, but I was like, no, I don't want Brittany to work. Girl, yeah. she, no working. <laughs> she, she can take um, a break. I, I honestly, unless she I wants would, to. Unless she wants to. But it's uh, her choice. I would take a, somebody in the chat said Backstreet Boys. I would totally take a Backstreet Boys return. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also thinking of like 90s, like rock. <gasps> oh, I'm sorry. And stuff. <laughs> Alice in Chains. That would be dope. I got to think about this. Do you have another one? What? The A-teens? The A-teens? Oh my god. The gosh. A-teens. I think they were, I think they're a Dutch or Swedish band, but apparently they were only big because they were a cover band for ABBA. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> but then they became their own thing. I'm like, but I liked their sound. I liked their sound a lot. Um, Spice Corey, Girls? Yours? I was thinking of Spice Spice Girls would be a good one. Uh, mine? Yes. I want Tupac to drop another album. He's alive. He's out there. No. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Kanye. I mean, Very cool. <laughs> but uh, my honest answer is no doubt. Oh, like, hell yeah. Like old, like original 90s, no doubt. It, I still listen to to this day. Like um, they brought the band back to. That'd be cool. Like Tragic Kingdom is a fantastic album. From yeah. Front to back. I mean, no, I mean, um, uh, yeah. But yeah. Old, like old school Gwen Stefani. I miss old school Gwen Stefani, like hardcore. Um, hey, I even bananas. made a playlist. I made a playlist so that we could put it on, um, you know, headphones on Dana's belly, and uh, definitely put in uh, "No Doubt." My all-time favorite "No Doubt" song is "Bathwater." Uh, but I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I've never been a big ska person, or maybe I was and didn't didn't know it, didn't know I was because I loved. Uh, I mean, obviously, I was a white kid in Northern California. I loved Sublime growing up, like, mm. <laughs> uh, but "No Doubt" was my my gateway. Uh, and that was like what I always came home to. Like, yes, my friends all listen to Sublime and Red Hot Chili Peppers and all that kind of stuff, which are all in that same kind of genre. But No Doubt was like coming home. So No Doubt, nice. I wish No Doubt would come out with like a new banger of an album. I keep like I keep thinking about it because I'm like, ah, oh, Tool, but Tool has released albums since then. Not saying that they can't. Like, if they released a banger now, I'd be like, oh, hell yeah. But I really, I'm thinking of bands like Our Lady Peace or Alice in Chains. I mean, Chains. no doubt did a 2005 album, 2006, I think. Yeah, like but when that. it's been but, a but significant amount like, of time. They were like, 90s. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, cool. Uh, Offspring did come back. Time so let's do uh, one more love question. Offspring. Tom one more question. Love Offspring. I'm interrupting the whole chat for this. Yes. Um, let's see. Um, let's save. You know what? Since Heroic Adamus just uh became uh just subbed in this in this chat in this show, mm-hmm. uh, let's give him the question. Uh, favorite horror movie you've watched this season? Ooh. Oh, uh, thank God! I don't, thank God! Year. I don't have to hear Corey say the thing. Are you sure about that? Because you haven't watched it. You haven't watched it. No, because you your wife that? asked about it, so you yeah, haven't I yet. Haven't watched it. Um, big. <laughs> uh, my favorite one I've watched this season. Let me think about that because we've watched we've watched a few. We've had a few movie nights here. Um. And I want to figure out what my real favorite is. Because I'm thinking of one, but I know that it's not my favorite one that I've watched this season. It's just the one that's coming to my mind. So give okay. me a sec. Josh, you got one? Yeah, I do. Uh, okay, please. No, for real, this, uh, the original Scream. I, oh, okay. Uh, I, I, in the past week, I've watched Scream, uh, Arachnophobia, Lake Placid. Uh, just going back to some of those those old ones. And Scream, I'm like, when I got done with it, I was like, wow, that it's a good movie. Like it's a good it's a horror movie. film. It's like a it's great just like movie. Say I, it. I was thinking about it. it's a great horror film. I remember Sorry, walking away going, you know, it's to me there was logic in it. It was just like the, the kills made sense. The this the twist at the end was great. Everybody's amazing in it. I Nev still Campbell's have a so good. I still have a crush on Nev Campbell. Like I've been watching the subsequent Scream movies because I'm like, Ah, oh, Scream Five. No, I'm sorry. Scream, 2022 is coming out, and I'm really excited about it actually. And like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch all of these to lead up. And I'm like, but nah, Scream original. Yeah, the OG one is so good. I forgot Plus that that's the where the red, the red right hand like got made bigger. Pete Yorn. Uh, oh yeah, before before Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey, you got one. Werewolves yeah. Within. Oh, that's yeah. the one. I was like, I know there's one. I know there's one. Uh, did you watch it, Josh? Yeah, I saw it in the theaters when I oh. was in New Orleans. So Dude, good. So fun. Okay, Sam Richardson needs to be a, a, a superhero in some... He needs to be... He's a leading man, and he said he wants to play Beast. I'm here for it. I'm here for that casting. I'm but, sorry. Uh, what? He wants to play Beast in, if X-Men I, come into the MCU, that's and I'm amazing. here for it. Uh, but, His name is uh, uh, Hank McCoy? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Werewolves Within was a fantastic movie. It's directed by uh, Josh Rubin from, I think I talked about this on another update, uh, from College Humor. And uh, it's phenomenal. Start to finish, the way I described it, my elevator pitch was The Thing Meets Clue, but with more heart. Mm. There's my pitch. Check it out. Yeah, it was. it's a lot of fun. What about you, Tom? Oh! I mean, I was th- okay. I'll be honest. I had no. Tom, answers. what's her name from the AT and T commercials? Uh, Milena Vaynerchuk. He always knows it. I just wanted to see because <laughs> she's a she's a cutie. She's great. And she wants to, and she wants to be Squirrel Girl. She's um, in it. She's fantastic. Um, I'll say. Uh, I, I I had no I had no answer. I had no answer because I haven't watched any horror movies this actual fall season. So I was like, okay, what movies have I watched this year? I'm like, okay, when did I go to the theaters? What have I been watching? What did I think was horrific was Venom 2, because that movie kind of doesn't need to exist. But um, uh, I was thinking, I was like, is there a movie that I actually watched this year that wasn't one of our assignments that is a horror movie? And yes, 
I do have one, and it's Army of the Dead. Mm. Um, oh, you ne- you didn't see it till this year? I, I, I mean, watched it saw, it it, I watched it in theaters, and so like, oh yeah, uh, uh, I was like, yeah, that's the that's like only horror movie I could think about that wasn't an assignment that we did an episode on. Um, that was a horror movie, and it was like <laughs> oh. in the year, the season of movies. But uh, yeah, I liked it because. Uh, it, it, it I thought it was really cool. It was just this was like kind of like expansion or uh, 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 yeah, an expansion of what we think th- zombies are. And I thought it was just like a, actually a very, very tight script and uh, characters all get to play. And uh, I love reminding Corey about that movie because he's just like, man, why didn't we cover it? And I'm like, I don't know, man. Shit, baby. Right. Why haven't we covered it? I don't know, man. Uh, Shit, I also do want to give a shout out to the movie that affected me the most, which was One Cut of the Dead. That's uh, out of all the movies I've watched this season, One Cut of the Dead was the one that I've like, I've not stopped thinking about since I watched it, and that you, was a month and a half. You ago. have to thank uh, Heroic Adamus in the chat because he uh, he's the one that got me to to watch it. So Heroic, well done because that was uh, my, mm, 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 mm. that's exactly what he said to me. He's like Tom, mm, 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 mm. you got it. Yo, that, I've not. It's been a month mm. and a half, and I think about it. We like, did an at least episode on it. Everybody, yeah, check it out, did. baby. But watch the movie before you listen to the episode. Please, yeah, do God. not listen to it's our the episode. Only past, it's the only piece of media that we've covered that has been out for some time that we put the um, spoiler, spoiler thing on because it's that yeah. it's that important. Uh, mm-hmm. So check it out. Um, that's that's it. it. That is this week's update. Everybody at home, thank you so much for watching if you're on YouTube or Twitch Live. Uh, if you are listening, Thank you so much. Uh, if you are listening on your favorite podcast app, stop by, rate, and review. Share us with your and friends and check us and out on YouTube. That is the way that we grow. Check us out on YouTube, nerdon.tv backslash YouTube. Uh, we've got all sorts of videos that we're posting these days, including all of our shows are uh, uh, video formats, and we've got some new content that we're putting out there. We're streaming pretty often, so check us out on Twitch, nerdon.tv backslash Twitch. Uh, like I've said throughout this, check out that Nerd on Nation. You do help us to grow and to upgrade our content and just keep being better us. <laughs> Tom is putting all of the Manscaped products on his body at the same time. Yeah, he is. Shout out to, to Manscaped. Uh, you can get 20% off and free shipping if you go to manscaped.com and use the promo code NerdOn. Uh, check it out. Uh, but yeah, that's it. That's all the housekeeping Take care of yourselves. You know the drill. As always, nerd on. Nerd on.